welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Oh man, there's a yeah. party going on over here. Look at all the balloons. Ooh, I think I see a tiger. Oh, man. Meow. Roar. Ooh, is that a monkey? <laughs> that was a monkey. That tiger was. got him. Oh, man. Oh, it's crazy Good over Lord. here. Big 100. Oh, big 100. We're, we're celebrating. Yeah. Woo, a lot of happy moments go down here in the studio. Oh, man. So amazing. Oh, it's good to be back for 100. I hope I live to 100. It's a good that'd, number, right? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Something to shoot for. Nobody can ever tell me I'm wrong. I've seen it all. Plus, you just don't give a shit when you're that old either. Bro. No, no. <laughs> That'd be real nice. <laughs> did you just poop yourself, Grandpa? Yeah, damn right I did. Now somebody clean me. <laughs> Come over and wipe my butt. <laughs> oh, so gross. Feels good to be at uh, 100 episodes. Yeah, man. So we're going to give a shirt away. Awesome. Still don't know how we're going to do that. Oh, come on. We'll figure it out. Well, yeah, we got a whole, we got about an hour here to figure it out. Right. We only had a week and a month to figure it out. I don't know. Let's make this one a short one. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Matt <laughs> walks in the door. I'm like, uh, so we're going to give away that shirt. And he's like, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm like, me neither. I texted, texted you yesterday. Yep. Was that yesterday? I think two days two ago. Two days ago? Yeah. You're like, I'll think about it. <laughs> I thought about it. Yeah. But we did come to a conclusion, you know. We didn't want to rule out like the new listeners that have started listening this year, mm-hmm. uh, even though this is a hundred episode, the hundredth episode. So we've been around a block or two, mm, yeah, know? a couple times. A little loosey goosey. Oh man. Oh yeah. So we wanted to do something for the diehards that have been with us for day one since day one as well. Which you guys should already own a shirt because if you you're really uh, that big of a fan, you should have bought a shirt. You should have. But uh, just in case you Just didn't. in case. Or maybe, you know what, you've won so much, you've outgrown your last shirt because of all the winnings and you've fattened up. Maybe you need to get a larger size. That's true. Yeah. You never know. You know, some people, we help their lives by giving them advice. Some we might ruin. Yeah, who knows? You know, all this money in my pocket, I mean, so good. Yeah, get me some, give me that extra basket of chicken wings. Yeah, we'll give away those shirts, though, at the end of the show. Yeah, we will. Keep people keep people hanging on oh suspense meanwhile there's this fast forward does i know drag they take their finger drag it to the end i have had enough of this i'm just here for the free stuff and but maybe we'll shoot one of those in in the middle somewhere Ooh, we ooh. will ooh. Ooh. Let, ooh, we will the regular contest we will shoot in the middle let's not tell them which one's which okay yeah the mystery total suspense Shipped, you'll, uh, you'll never guess now if you want now if you don't win don't poo don't boohoo yourself no you know no. get on dice you can always get one. Click on shop. It's yeah. only four letters, so easy to find. Yeah. Uh, and buy one. There'll be no Black Friday or Cyber Monday deals. Mm-mm. No. See, now we almost make nothing on the shirts as it is. <laughs> right. Uh, we can't even do that. Even like giving these shirts away, it's like, okay, we paid for the shirt. We gotta pay for the shipping ourselves. Uh-huh. Ooh, there goes a, there goes a month that's worth of salary. <laughs> there goes a month salary right there. Yeah. And we're poor again. So, but if you want to help the show, yep. uh, and the best way to do that, because we don't take donations, we, well, one day we might. Who knows? But right now we're not. We don't gr- We don't grub for money. Yeah, we donh. don't need to yet. No, no, no. Enough. But, enough of you fine folks have supported us. Yeah, by clicking on a website every day helps because yeah. it helps with Google Ads and right. all that jazz. But uh, buy a shirt, man. Two shirts help pay for the podcast for one month. I know. And we got writers. And we're going to be bringing on, uh, I wrote a couple of people back. I had uh, some emails about people wanting to write for the site. I've been really, 
I've had a lot going on, so it's kind of hard to get it back to everybody. Right, right. I'm saying, hey, some of the writers we brought on, you know, they're not turning something in every week. So it's like, you know what? I think I'm just going to hire more writers. Hey, the more the merrier. I figured, why not, right? The as long more... as they're qualified? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're not just bringing Joe Blow off the street like, hey, here's my essay in Crayola. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you see... What does it say? Yeah, some of the some of the crayon drawings too are just no good. I wrote it in white, so it's a mystery. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna be bringing some new writers on, which we gotta pay those guys. Nobody writes for free. They used to back in the day. And now yeah. these people are like, whoa, whoa, you guys are how dynasty nerds? You guys are big time. Yeah, put some coins in my pocket. Pay me, pay me, my so money. So I get some pennies, I put them in an envelope, and I ship them out, and you know that costs money. That costs money too. <laughs> those forever stamps aren't cheap. Oh. So well, uh, we got yeah, it's a big episode. Uh, here we are. Yeah. Let's talk some Dynasty. All right. That, uh, hey, that's enough what about, we're here enough for. Enough about swag. So uh, another week and... Wait, wait, wait. Before you say it, let me guess. All year long, every week we've talked about... What's the number one thing that's happened every week? Injuries. Injuries. Yes. Another week, more stars going down. Plentiful again, right? Crazy, man. Oh, and I'll tell you, somebody wrote me on Twitter, too, because I was like, oh, dude, not Gronk. You know, I was like, "That's it's going to kill me in my big money league. Right. Uh, it's going to kill me in my other league. Somebody's like, hey, these are people, too, you know? I'm like, dude, I don't, you know. Actually, I actually felt They, they I, are people, but guess what? We don't know them. Don't, they don't know us. They yeah, don't give a crap about us. I wrote the person back. I was like, I don't want anybody to get hurt, for sure. Like, that's, right. you know, I, I, I literally felt bad. Like, this guy thinks, like, I'm like, oh, boo-hoo. And that's not the case. But, like, I look at every fan, guy on the football squad, besides, like, a, the Browns, as just, like, an asset. It's like a stock market, you know? It's like, right, absolutely. You know, if I own Apple in 1984, now I'm like, oh, I love you, Apple. Right. Or if I owned, like, MySpace, I'm like, oh, I hate you, MySpace. Right, because, you know? yeah. I'm buying all MySpace stock. That Facebook ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Oops. Um, But, yeah, it, it, Gronk, good news on him. is just a bone bruise and a, what was it, a sprained knee? So. Yeah, so they're saying week to week. Right. Uh, so, hopefully, you know, your pl- this is... Most likely your last week for a dynasty league regular season going into it. So, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, man. But if you did have Gronk, or if you actually don't even have Gronk and you need a tight end, Scott Chandler must add in all dynasty leagues. This guy will be top five fantasy tight end next week. I mean, yeah, I I think they're definitely going to use him in a very similar way that they did Gronk. I think he's a big target that can get open and make catches and make plays, especially in the red zone. He's not the playmaker that Gronk is. Obviously, no one is. Nobody in the world has ever been that way. But but they are running out of weapons, and he's a weapon that Tom Brady is going to be able to use. Correct. And, I mean, there's not many – honestly, there's not many tight ends that I wouldn't start Chandler over, even if, like, for, like, your redraft leagues. I made a claim from every one that I'm still in the playoff on mm-hmm. for because, I mean, besides, like, you know, Gare Bear, right. Eifert, right. Greg Olson, mm-hmm. Delaney Walker. Mm-hmm. Besides those guys, I mean, I'd, I'd have Chandler up there with uh, Travis Kelsey, Delaney, you know, not Delaney Walker, but uh, Jordan Reed. I'd have him right up there with those guys. Julius Thomas. Julius Thomas. coming on a little bit. Yeah, and we'll talk about Julius a little bit later, too, but now Julius would probably start ahead of us. Eh, I don't know, but he's going to be that good, I guess. Right, right. He's, you know? he's in, at least in the conversation up there. Hey, it may be only for one week, but every week counts, and guess what? After next week, <laughs> if you don't win. Oh, yeah. You're done, man. Thanks yeah. for coming. Yep. Oh, the fantasy season's over. I can't believe it, man. As a Browns fan, I'm just waiting for the NFL season to be over. Uh, I can't wait to get in this draft talk. Yes, I agree, man. I was at the game last night. I feel bad for you. Yeah. I feel, I mean, I feel bad for you, but I, I admit I could see it coming. Not that spectacular of a horrible finish, 
but I mean, you actually asked me to go, and I, I said, uh, thank you, but no thank yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I asked Matt if he wanted to go to Monday Night Football to go see the Browns play. He, you know what he told me? No. No. And I didn't even really give much of an explanation. I just said, no. I didn't need one. <laughs> no, I'm good. Hey, you want to go watch the Browns? What's their record? Uh, we're uh, two and nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do we just podcast together uh, just now? We're going out the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. I can only handle so much, Rich. It was nothing to do with you. Don't take it personal. Oh, I it, feel so much better. I thought it was a personal thing. No, it had everything to do with that crappy team that they're putting on the field. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, I was going to say, let's let's not bore everyone <laughs> with our problems. So sad. Yeah. And that, apathy's uh, kicking in right now. Right. Uh, so moving on, Gronk. Um, out. Out. For a week. Hopefully not two, because then hopefully you get him back for the first game of the playoffs. Even then, somewhat nerd, like hopefully he's 100%. And what you really hope then is if you get the first round bye, and right. then he comes back. Right, right. I'm lucky enough in a couple of my leagues where I have Gronk, I think I'm going to get the first round bye. So to me, it's like, oh, perfect. All right. Enough of you and your Gronk love. There was another big time tight end that got injured. Ooh. And I tweeted out Jimmy Graham, man. Career ender. It could be, man. That's a t- really, really tough injury to come back from. This is the same kind of injury that um, Victor Cruz had last year and still wasn't able to get back on the field this year. And I think other, several other players have just. Gary cr- Baxter. Right. Gary Baxter had two. Yeah. Double so, patella tendons. So that's a, a little bit of a rare case. But. There, it's just a. It's not like the ACL. That's that's Much something worse. that's like routine now to come back from. These yeah. are very hard to come back. Nobody's from. come back. Six, I literally, I, I should have done some research before the show because I knew we were going to talk about this. But I can't think of anybody that has come back successfully. Right. Like you know to have like a prominent career after the ACL. Now, I mean, let's face the facts. I mean, Jimmy Graham was dead once he signed with the Seahawks, it looks like. But, they, I mean, they were actually just starting to get him involved a little bit more, it seemed like, in the past few weeks, which was, I mean, he was trending upwards to where from where he was yeah. when he first, like the first five or six weeks of the season where he did, like, nothing. He was, I mean, actually probably like the first eight or nine weeks he was really hard to depend on. And he was nowhere near where he was in, in New Orleans, and he still wasn't even, you know, the, the past few weeks, but he was trending upwards. And I got to say, I mean, it's kind of like me. It's taking, he's still a tight end one, but he's, he's tight end number nine. I mean, he's right, he's right ahead of Jason Wynn. He's ahead of Martellus Bennett. But he's behind, you know, Jordan Reed, Travis Kelsey. It's just kind of, I, I agree. He was trending upwards. It's been a whole overall disappointment in the year. But, like, you know, like, what a kick in the nuts. Like, it's been a bad, like, you own Jimmy Graham. You, you, last year you're making a case that you, the, the, the Gronk owner, is like, you know what, I, I like Gronk too, but I have the number one tight end. I got Jimmy Graham. You know what I mean? He's a beast. And then now all of a sudden, you know, it goes to Seattle, and you're like, no, sad news. You know, teardrops. And now it's just, it's like the ice on the cake. It's not, right. it, it, you figure it's not even an ACL. It's a patella tendon. Like, you know, it's like, oh, that's what it is. All right. It's, but it's, yeah. Really bad news. I mean, it's like if you're a Jimmy Graham owner, you're looking to make a move for a tight end. I, absolutely. For I the mean, future. Yeah, for the future. I mean, luckily, the, the league that I own him in, I also has, have Julius Thomas. So I, I, I'm kind of covered for this year. And, 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 like, I mean, but even Julius Thomas is an injury risk. So I'm, I'm probably going to be looking for a guy next year. Dude, is this the Matt? What's going on with Matt's oh, roster whatever. show? <laughs> whatever, man. No, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just nice about And that's why you never have – I mean, you can never have too many tight ends. I've talked no. about this in the past. about Like, I love to take a tight end every year in a draft because – Oh, yeah, me too. There's such, like – a good, you get much better bang for your buck for a good tight end than you would say for like a good wide, like a good wide receiver. Right. You know what I mean? Like if he's a really good tight end, 
you get a lot more because it's just a it's a rare commodity. Almost same thing like the running backs, or it's just a rare commodity. So speaking of rare commodities, uh, maybe the people that like have a Jimmy Graham injury and are, are struggling right now to find a guy, um, a guy Vance McDonald for the Forty ers him and Blaine Gabbert kind of have a thing going now. They, he came off their bye week and he's been the starter the past two games. And he's put together some pretty decent games. Four catches for 65 yards on four targets in his first game with him. And then six catches for 71 uh, yards and a touchdown this past uh, this past week on seven targets. Yeah, second most targets on the, on the team, too. Right. Right, right so, behind Anquan Bolden. Right. So so he's a, he's he, him and Blaine Gabbard have a good thing going. And Blaine's going to be there the rest of the year. So this is a guy maybe you can maybe fill in with if, if there's no one else on the waiver wire and, and the rest of your tight ends on your team kind of stink. He might be a guy that you pick up now, and you you might be able to roll with him. He's getting pretty decent production. Yeah, and you know what? And I, I bet he could be on the waiver too, because like you make that point, and he's kind of slipped under my radar even because I've already I've already like moved past Vance McDonald. You know what I mean? Right. He, like when the rookie draft, like he was a name going to San Fran. Vernon Davis is old. Let's watch Vance McDonald. Same thing with like Blake Bell. Blake Bell finally got some action. He had right. three catches for sixty-seven yards. He had a decent game there, right. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they'll start running two tight ends. I mean, all they have is Anquan Bolden. Torrey Smith is invisible. Well, Torrey Smith, yeah, Torrey Smith stinks. And and Blaine, ba- Blaine Gabbard's not going to – he doesn't throw the ball deep like that. He doesn't have the big big arm like uh, Colin Kaepernick. So yeah. It's kind of like these are his underneath targets. These are these are who he's going to hit. And, and I, I think this is going to continue for the next few weeks. And worst case, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you have Jimmy Graham, he could probably be had really cheap with good upside, right? As well, yeah, so I mean, he, this is the guy that that's entering. This is his third year, so I mean, he's entering that like kind of make or break type of uh, spot here for tight ends. Three, year three, four, that you know, that we always talk. Very it, true. It takes it takes sometimes three, four years for tight ends. So he might just, it might just be clicking. For it's him. almost always. Too. Yeah, it's not. It's right. not like you like you'll see like receivers come along a little bit quicker, but for mm-hmm. tight ends, it's almost like a etched in stone rule like very few people break that mold where it's not three years right and here he is third year coming along coming along and listen if you're making a if you're making a contending push you know what i mean i'd start for vance mcdonald like hey dude i'll give you a third round pick i mean maybe that'll get it done but if you're if you're a contender in this draft class that's coming out that's not that strong anyways why not offer a second it's gonna be a late second round pick for an up-and-coming tight end that has good upside that's actually doing something right you could start i mean you look at his full year and it looks terrible, but you have to remember Vernon Davis was there for the first like seven or eight games of that, True. Of that schedule. So of course he only got like one or two points throughout that whole stretch. And then, then week nine came and he did, you know, he only got a couple balls. Um, but then there was their bye week and then he's had 16 points and 19 points. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty good production. And it's really from a tight end too. Right. That's a re- I mean, that's tight end one numbers. Right, exactly. So I think he's a guy that you can go out on your waiver wires and snag, and I think he'll be a decent decent pickup. For if people. he's there. If he's there, yeah. I if mean, for, for a, uh, either a Gronk owner or a Jimmy Graham owner, he's a guy that that's a name that you can go out and try to get. And like we said, worst case, he could be had pretty cheap. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, he should. His targets are going up. Like Matt said, he's had two really good games, scored in back-to-back games here. Uh, they don't have really much other people to throw to right so really like that it's a really good uh good maneuver on there uh somebody else got hurt two quarterbacks got hurt this two, week two collarbones got broke up yeah man. one broke one fractured what's the difference uh one needs surgery i believe oh, okay like josh mccowns is just fractured it's not displaced 
Oh, neither neither one of them need surgery. Oh, okay. Romo doesn't either. His his is healing. Okay. Uh, naturally as well. Oh, el natural. El natural. But neither one of them are going to be available, Josh McCown or Tony Romo, for the remainder of the year. They're both. No, else they have in common. Hmm. They're really old. They're both old. I think they're both thirty six, aren't they? Yeah, they're up there. Or or Tony Romo's going to be thirty six next year. They're they're up there in age. Um, I was uh, talking about uh, Josh McCown this morning in the. Uh, in the car with one of my guys on the way to work. I was like, man, can you imagine me and like Josh McCown talking to your grandkids on the road? I'm like, grandpa, how was your career after that good Chicago term? You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I went to Tampa Bay. How'd that work? How'd that work out? Well, after, uh, after my year of being there, they end up with the first pick. And they, we won one game or I won one game. <laughs> and then oh. what happened, grandpa? I went to the Cleveland Browns the very next year. They gave me a, they gave me some nice money. And I won one game. What happened there? <laughs> they too ended up with the first pick. <laughs> grandpa, are we cursed? Yes, yes, we are. No, I'm just. But we're rich. I'm just that bad. But guess what? You don't have to work if you don't want to. Yeah. So Josh McCown. I mean, the injury does have an effect. I mean, if you're playing Travis Benjamin and Gary Barnage, I mean, there's a clear difference in Gary Barnage's numbers when Josh McCown is in there. Oh, absolutely. He looks for him throughout the entire game, and, and that's like his number one go-to guy is Gary Bear. Yeah. I mean, Tyler Eifert leads the NFL in touchdowns with twelve. Right. Well, guess what? Gary Barnage has one more fantasy point than Tyler Eifert. It's because he gets a crap load of catches and, and targets. and I mean, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like right now, this, like if you if, thinking about it, if you ask me who's the number two tight end, I would say Tyler Eifert. Now, Grant, it's one point, but one point's one point. You made the same argument. Greg Olson's only two points behind Tyler Eifert. Right. You know, so he's a touchdown scoring machine. That's where he gets all his points. But just crazy that Gary Barnage is the number two overall tight end right now. Has really good chemistry with Josh McCown. That's why I kind of hope, like, I like I'm kind of interested where Gary Barnage goes because to me, this this isn't a fluke. You know, he's older, he's 30, but he's looked really well. I mean, he's looked like, you know, not Rob Gronkowski, but here, he's here's up there. Here's my deal with Gary Bear. I really like what he's doing for the Browns, but unfortunately, that whole thing is just going to get cleared out, and I don't know what's going to be left over. And he's a free agent. He's a free agent. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure you're going to see any any more years of production like this year from Gare Bear. Definitely a nice like to a contender that might have Jimmy Graham. You might be able to sell really high on. Now I, it's a risk. It is a risk. It's a calculated risk. I'm if you had Gare Bear, you got him for free. I'm selling him right I'm, now. I, to I a contender, if I could sell him for like a first round pick, even though it's late. I'm I probably sell too if I'm not a contender. I mean Gary is thirty anyways, you know what I mean? The the windows the windows closing. You gotta take one of those like good years and kinda yeah, jump jump ship. But if I have like no other tight end and like I like I picked up Gary Burns because I didn't have any tight ends and he's my only tight end, I'm gambling, hoping next year he can give me like a couple more years and draft one this year. Cause I'm just if I cut me, right. I kinda want him. But I I agree with the sell. I'm kinda worried like where's he gonna go? Does he go to the Seahawks? He's going to tear up a patella tendon. <laughs> right. You know. You never know what's going to happen. But it hurts. I mean, same with Travis Benjamin. I mean, Josh McCown, Josh McCown's had an okay fantasy year this year. He's had an okay, and, you know, his numbers, you know, wins-wise aren't well. Yeah. But, but we don't care about that. Productions and numbers for fantasy purposes. Yeah. He's had he's had really good games. Yeah. I don't care about anything except for winning fantasy titles. That's it. Well, I mean, we are Browns fans. We should care about them winning, but not anymore. Well, I care about the Browns winning. Yeah, okay. I always want them to win. Nothing okay. versus the Rapids. Oh, you're just talking about guys in general, whether they win or not. Yeah, I can care less. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, the Browns are my team, of course. Okay. 
I didn't know what you were saying. I didn't know what you were getting at there. I tell my kids all the time. He's like, my, my kid, my son, he's uh, five. He's like, can I root for like no. the Seahawks forever? No. I'm like, or, I'm like, no. He's like, can I watch them? Like, we can watch them. Like, dad watches all the games. Yeah. You know, because he sees me sitting there watching all the games. I'm like, Qu- quiet. I'm watching the games. Right. I will beat you. <laughs> I've never beat my kids. No. Uh, but it's like, I was like, you know, explain to him, like, we only root for the Browns. Brainwashing. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Drill it what in. If there I don't or... root, what if I don't want to root for the Browns? Do you want ice cream? Yeah. Then you got to root for the Browns. <laughs> then I'll root for the Browns, Dad. <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you will. But it, some Josh McCown going down, going down hurts Travis Benjamin owners, hurts uh, Gary Barnage owners. Now, Austin Davis came in there. He looked okay. Remember, Austin Davis did have that little couple game win streak with the Rams. Right. There's yeah. only a couple games left. So. For fantasy-wise, you're probably hoping Austin Davis gets a nod instead of Johnny, Man- Johnny Manziel if you do have those guys. Yeah, I think I think you're right there. And same thing with uh, Romo going down. Kills Dez. Like, you know, you were waiting all year for Dez to come back from his, right. his injury. He finally does, and, and then, now he's got Matt Castle. And then you the were kind of waiting for Tony Romo to come back to get to, to get that extra boost yeah. to Dez's stock, and now and now it's, it's right back in the dumper. I mean, you're, there aren't a lot of players – um, that are better than Des Bryant out there. Um, but his situation is so crappy right now with Matt Castle throwing in the ball that we were talking about earlier. Like we have better options. We're, we're me and you both have them in leagues where we're going to sit him. You sit him. I have better options. Yeah. I mean, I have, I, I have Des in a league where I have Odell Beckham, Emmanuel Sanders, and I'm starting Eric Decker this week too. Dude, nothing wrong with starting Eric Decker, man. Right. Nothing wrong with him. Talk about a guy that's kind of like, not as good because he's way better, but like you know, like a while ago, like Brian Hartline was always that wide receiver three that nobody wanted, nobody cared about, but always produced as a wide receiver three, which he needs. Well, Eric Decker's kind of like somebody that you would think like nobody really talks about. Well, he's almost a wide receiver one. He's a high end wide receiver two right now. I was gonna say he's I, he's better than Hartline. Yeah, I, I don't, significantly. Yeah, I, don't, I mean he's two points behind Travis Benjamin. I mean, Decker's got more points than Brandon Cooks, Alan Hearns, Keenan Allen, who's hurt, obviously. But he is. I mean, Eric Decker's doing better than Randall Cobb, Manuel Sanders, Jeremy Macklin. Right. He's he's been really he's been really solid. And I trade him to you for Chris Ivory. Hey. And a third and a fourth. He was originally mine anyway. Fair uh, enough. I was just I was just happy to get him back. <laughs> Welcome back to the squad. Yeah. Uh So yeah, hurts Des Bryant. Des Bryant's gonna be wishy-washy he probably killed like in our league where i had des bryant i was waiting for him to come back and now i'm just gonna miss the playoffs as the sixth seed mm. i have a habit of doing it sometimes and it's because i just couldn't overcome injuries every week the depth wasn't there but now at this point i'm not even overly worried about because i would need des with romo to come back to have a legit shot of winning absolutely uh like will des put up still like a good game here and there for sure but now he can't be ca- like you might have better options Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna use him as a matchup guy now. Like if he plays a terrible defense, I'll, I'll think about it. But if he if he's going up against a good defense, no way. Yeah, I mean, and these are tough decisions you got to make here. I mean, I, we're entering the playoffs. You can't. Right. Normally, I wouldn't even think twice. I Des would be in my lineup no matter what. But yeah. now, now I'm I'm playing matchups with him. And you're in the playoffs. Every team in the playoff is somewhat good as it is, right. and you have to win. So you can't just start Des Bryant just because he's Des Bryant. Like right. you can't take that chance. Like nope. you have to. What like what you have to say? Okay, what are the odds that he does bad? What are the odds that he does really well? Mm-hmm. All right. I, I mean, if the if the guy if he's going up against a supreme cornerback, and I, and Matt Castle's his quarterback, Matt Castle's not going to throw it up to him because Matt Castle stinks, and he knows Matt Castle knows Matt Castle stinks. I can smell him from here. Yeah. 
So Matt Castle's going to avoid that situation and throw it to the guys that aren't that aren't covered like you know, yeah, really on a, well. On a rare day when you open the dictionary, you look up Matt Castle. Yeah, he's he's listed on there under Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. So, yeah, it's just it's one of those things that sucks. What it's, you know fu- what I mean? it's a funny name. <laughs> it's a funny name. <laughs> what? So yeah, I mean both those so both those injuries where you might have been relied on them hurts what's going on around them. So yeah, you have to be very cautious if you have Dez going forward. Mm-hmm. But if you do have guys going forward, you're probably not in the playoffs unless you have really sweet depth. Hey, you never know, man. You never know. I'm in the playoffs in both leagues I have. Well, you're really sweet, and I'm, yeah. I'm not. I got a lot of depth. Uh, another guy who actually had a really solid bounce back year was in contention to be NFL, you know, comeback player of the comeback year, player, Chris Johnson, think, yeah. mm-hmm. out for the rest of the year. Yeah, they put him on IR designated for return. Um, so I think... That will only bring him back for the playoffs, correct? That that won't that won't. Yeah, not for us. Yeah, not for us. Yeah, right for the NFL playoffs. Um, so he's done for the fantasy year, and uh, it looks like Andre Ellington too. A little tweaked up there. Little huh? got he got a little tweaked up as well. So really, um, for the next next week or so, I mean, you have to check on the availability of Ellington. You're going to be looking at David Johnson probably in that backfield, which, you know, obviously David Johnson has proven that he's a, a pretty decent PPR back. Um, but I guess we're going to really see what we have in him this week and, and, and maybe the next week after that as he's a, just as on a, a really back. good. He's on a really good team mm-hmm. that throws the ball well, so you can't stack the box really against him anyway. So he should just be, because of quantity of carries, uh, a running back too. I think so, yeah, and, especially and, with all the injuries to everyone. And, and David Johnson catches the ball well. I mean, yeah, he, very well. That's like a special. That's a special. Right. When, I remember when the Cardinals drafted him, we're like, wow, he's kind of like an Andre Ellington somewhat. But, you know, but yeah, bigger. bigger, right. Uh, and, you know, Ellington's got that turf toe is what it is. So he's in doubt for week 13. Yeah. And then, you know, those turf toes. Those things can be, yeah, they can be tricky. So David Johnson might be one of those. He might be the guy that carries you to the home stretch. He could be. I mean, there's always those guys, mm-hmm. and he might be that guy that helps you out. Again, really good offense. Team can get ahead and just try to run a clock out later, too. And, again, he catches the ball really well. Right. So in PPRs, leagues, his value goes up tremendous. Absolutely. Uh, Tyler Eifert. Another, uh, yeah, another tight end. He went down in this game. Um, apparently he'll be fine, though. It's, it's just a, it was just a stinger. So, I mean, he's a guy that I think if you are an owner of his and you saw that he came out of the game, you were really, with his injury history, you were really nervous. Yeah. Um, but, you know, luckily you dodged a bullet. It was just a stinger. And you're saying he's m- more likely to suit up against the Browns. I mean, why wouldn't you? That's like such a juicy match. And I mean, he didn't everybody score. scores against the Browns. Well, he scored like two or three touchdowns against us the first game. Yeah, so he, he killed us. He wants to get back in there. I'm yeah. sure, really bad. He'll be healthy. Leading the league in touchdowns, yeah. he has 12 of them. Right. Great bounce back year from Tyler Eifert. Again, starting to come into his own here. Uh, battled some injuries. A tight end now that you would covet in a dynasty league. I, you really want? I mean, right now at tight ends, besides Gronk, like who do you covet at tight end? Like who? Like say we're doing a startup draft, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, I, you know, me personally, so. Say Gronko's number four overall, and here I am. I pick number nine, just to say in the startup. And I'm one of those guys that I'm a firm believer. Like you need a really good tight end if you want it, like a, a better chance at winning a championship. Because like I said, the reason I like tight ends so much is when you get to the playoffs, everybody has a pretty good team. So what's going to give you that edge over your opponent? And having like a really good tight end, like a Gronk or Tyler Eifert or Delaney Walker, right now, gives you that edge and kind of be the X factor to you winning a championship. 
Well, so, all right. Well, for me, I think it, I mean, and I've come totally 180 on this because I, I, I never thought that he'd be able to stay healthy for a full season or anything. I, I do think Eifert is a guy you covered. I think it's him. Um, I think obviously Greg Olson, cause they don't have anyone else to throw to really there. Travis Kelsey. And I'm looking down the rest of the list. Eric Ebron. I mean, Austin Safarian Jenkins, just cause they're yeah, but young. I'm talking covet though. I'm talking like covet. Then not it, like, not guys that you would just take like Ebron. You would take happily, but you'd be able to get him later in the startup draft. Then it, then it's Eifert, Greg Olson and Kel- Kelsey, not in that order. Probably Kelsey Eifert Olson for me. After, I, after Gronk. I would probably go, I'd probably go Eifert, number two, over Kelsey, just because they're both, they both have extensive injuries. They they both have injury history. I just like, I think Eifert's in a better system, I suppose. Okay. It's close enough for me. I mean, I'm going to take the top score now. Uh, Greg Olson's a little older. Delaney Walker's 30. I believe 31 there too. Those guys are a little oh, bit yeah. older. I don't consider Delaney Walker. Yeah. This is a fluke season. Yeah. It's a really in, good year. In my book. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'm with you. I'd rather like, then take like Ebron. I'd rather go up. Like I miss out on those guys. So that's what, this is what I would do in a draft though. Like once like Gronk wet went. Yeah. You wait. I would know. I'd be like, okay, where am I? I look, I look, I'm like, all right, where am I going to overdraft Tyler Eifert? Oh, okay. Or, or Kelsey. Right. I'm like, okay, if Eifert goes, I'm taking Kelsey no matter what the next pick is. I want one of those guys. Yeah. Like that's how I like when I do a startup draft or or trying to get a tight end, I really covet like that position. I'm in Dynasty League now, where I end up taking Jordan Cameron and like somebody else, and now it's like my tight end cores in shambles. I'm just devastated. And my team's not that great. And I and that, I literally I blame it mostly because I have no extra points coming from the tight end position. Like I'm getting like four points. Like all these years I've always focused on the tight end and I'm in this one league. I'm getting no production on my tight end. So it's like, oh, look, my theory's right. Like my team would be so much better if I just had a little bit, you know, if I was getting like 10 points, nine points a week out of my tight end, just like an average guy. I'll tell I'm you, nothing. I'll, I'll tell you what, Jordan Cameron has taken a complete dump this year. Yeah. Talk about one, you know, hashtag two to three year window tight end position. Um, Yeah. Yes. And I mean, I think he is, I think he's a talented dude. I just, I, I'm not sure how, how well he fit in that offense. And speaking of that offense, they just fired Bill Lazor, their the offensive coordinator in Miami. They lasered him out of there. Yeah, I mean, and Dan Campbell being a tight end from, the, I mean, like a former tight end in the NFL. I mean, you would think that whoever he brings in for the rest of the season might try to I, I run the ball. They've said they want to run the ball, but you would think they that he'd want to get the tight ends more involved. And they mentioned they did when on a fire, and they do want to establish a run more. Yeah. Which I feel like they've been saying that in Miami for like a couple of years now. They I've been saying that they need to use. I, I feel like Lamar Miller's like I know you're not a big Lamar Miller guy. No, I'm not. I like him. I think he's a real I think he's a good NFL running back. I think he's a quality dynasty running back too. He produces uh and th- he's just never it's he's in that situation like he, like nobody wants to use him there. It makes no sense cuz when you use him, he produces. It's it's just really weird, man. It's just like I don't know what they do there in Miami, but we've been saying that on the podcast. I mean, this is the 100th episode. So for like 100 episodes, we've been talking about this. <laughs> Which is crazy. I mean, Lamar Miller's up there uh, for fantasy running backs right now. I mean, Lamar Miller right now is one, two, three, four. He's he's fantasy running back four overall. That's surprising to me. And he was good last year. Yeah. And they're talking about they don't use him enough. You know what I mean? He he's a good running back. I, I've been trying to tell you like he's a quality fantasy running back. He really is. Uh, so that's something to watch. But yeah, you maybe 
a new tight end, maybe a new offensive coordinator will utilize Jordan Cameron. I mean, and they're losing whatever they're doing. They're losing. So. I mean, yeah, obviously, whatever they're doing isn't working. So. Travis Landry's working out there pretty well. Absolutely, man. I mean, he's beasted. In fact, he's, he had a monster week this week. Like he had 145 yards, a touchdown, like 13 I receptions say, or something like, like that. A ton of receptions. Yeah. It yeah, was, it was a crazy week for him. But it's, again, I mean, Devontae Parker hasn't shown anything this year whatsoever. No, he hasn't even he barely even got on the field. He finally had some receptions this past week. He had, actually had four four for 80 and a touchdown. I, I'd buy I'd buy low on Parker. Oh, I totally would buy low. He's got a ton of talent. Yeah, really big fan of Parker still. Uh, besides that, there I mean, there's Greg. You know. No, no, Greg Jennings isn't there, but uh, Kenny Stills? Greg Jennings is there. Um, Kenny, Greg Jennings Kenny, is there. Kenny Stills is yes. there. Um, but they don't really have another tight end of note. No. It's it's, it's just weird. Like you, He goes there. You think he's going to do well, and he's been There's just a ton of turmoil. Invisible. I mean, obviously, even if it doesn't work out this year, Dan Campbell's not the answer there long term. I'm, I'm sure he's not going to get the gig, so... Oh no, they're cleaning the house. Anyway. Yeah, so who knows? I mean, they might bring in a, a guy that that is more tight end friendly. So I mean, they paid the guy, so let's see what he, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's it, it, an offense that you thought would take a big step forward. It took but, a big dump. Instead. Yeah, I mean, you, again, you're starting Lamar Miller. You're starting Jarvis Landry. That's, that's yeah. That's really yeah. all you can. I still like Tannehill going forward as a dynasty prospect, but right now it's, he's not really reliable. They need to get a good quarterback coach in there, you know. Somebody and 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 establish some continuity. Obviously, the system didn't really work well for him. So, move on. Sucks to be you, dude. Yeah. Right. Uh, one more injury to note. Oh, Ahmad yeah. Bradshaw does I, what he does best. Sent to IR. Comes in, does a little thing, scores a touchdown, right. and then he's hurt. Yep. Consistently hurt. That's what he does, man. So they signed. If you want to pick up a running back for some upside, who had I think it was it last year in the playoffs he had a nice little stretch there too. But Boom Heron, signed by the Colts, brought back. Frank Gore. They they basically came out and said that Frank Gore's uh pretty banged up right now and, and you know, beat up, I think was the terminology they used. I can't remember the exact terminology, but they've they've worn his ass down. Yeah. It's so, like the Rocky movies, man. Right. They're just being down on him. Yes. So uh, yeah, Boom is a guy that he'll probably pick up some carries here. I don't know if he's gonna split carry they'll, they'll probably split carries with Gore because Gore's Gore. So But PPR league, uh you know, Bradshaw scored, and they've been. When you're behind, Frank Gore's might sit on the bench here for the hurry up offense, and Boom Heron might be a legit. Again, if you're desperate for a running back, these guys are going down every week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Boom Heron might be somebody you could pick up, and, you know, I'm not saying start him here week 13, but. He might be a good guy to have in case he establishes, establishes himself here. And, and what happens? Frank Gore, you know, right. he's brittle. You know, I mean, all these other guys are breaking their old collarbones. Maybe Frank Gore break his <laughs> collarbone. These guys need to drink some milk or something, man. <laughs> get, some, get some bone density. So brittle. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think Dan, Dan Heron's a good stash. I, yeah, I think point. so, obviously. So before going the week, I think we should do, I can't believe we're going to weigh two shirts. Man. This is going to kill us. But it's the 100th episode, Should we do it? Yeah. It's the 100th episode. It's the 100th episode. It's a party. Let's do this one for the diehards out there. The diehards. The guys, the people that have been listening since day one. Yep. What we want you to do is now, now everybody uses uh, uh, Twitter. You have three ways to do this. And it's going to be for all the contests. You can use Facebook. So if you like us on Facebook, you can write us on Facebook. You can use Twitter. Use the hashtag nerd shirt. Okay. Uh, or you can use email. My email is rich at dynastynerds.com. Yeah, as I say that, go you, to yours, please. Yeah, email me. Uh-huh. Uh, don't email Matt. No. He deleted his email account because of spam. Uh, but email me. I prefer, I, now, and I, now trust me, I prefer that you use Facebook or Twitter. 
But we'll check all three. But if you hate social media, which I don't understand because it's such a huge help for fantasy football. Get on with it. No, I'm lingering here. I want to promote my Facebook <laughs> all right, stock. All right. I don't have any. Uh, what we want you to do is hashtag nerd shirt or whatever. Name three player nicknames that we gave out. Over the course of the years. Over the course of 100 episodes. Uh-huh. A couple. We were, we were thinking about them uh, upstairs, and we were thinking about them. We came up with four. Yeah. Right? There, I'm sure there's more, too. Oh, um, there's got to be. Yeah, because we that's kind of our thing. I mean, I asked people like what their favorite, some of their favorite moments from the show were. Yeah. You know, hashtag sleep fan was the, the lead vote <laughs> the best episode, one of the best episodes. I forgot about that. One of my all-time favorite yeah. episodes, hashtag sleep fan. Uh, I don't know if it's in the show title, but you should definitely go back and listen to the episode. It blew Mike away. Uh-huh. People were talking about the first time Mike uh, swore on episode, which I don't even remember that. I don't either. But Mike's got a potty mouth, so it doesn't surprise me. I just I think I swore a couple times already on this podcast. It's the 100th episode. It's yeah, a party. F that. I'm getting uh, loose, man. One of my favorites was somebody wrote, I think it was on Facebook, somebody wrote, they're like, when, when you guys were talking about Jim Bob Cooter, I spit my coffee all <laughs> over my dashboard. I forgot about that too until you mentioned it. My wife was like sending paperwork over for the new house, and I'm sitting there laughing. She's like, "What are you laughing at?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it." Right, cooter, cooter, <laughs> I'm laughing about cooter, Bob. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just I'm just talking about Jim Bob over here. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that name. Yeah. So yeah, do that. Give us, uh, give me three nicknames to players that we gave out for ourselves. Yeah, some you know we we named them. Now you tell us what yes. we named them. And you can enter on Facebook, you can enter on Twitter, and you can enter via email. So is it the first person like no. that we verify? Okay. Nope. No, because that's not fair. I mean, if you're at work, you you don't listen like you listen to podcasts Good every so Friday. We're gonna pick a name. Is that what is that what you're saying? So next up for both the contests, we'll pick a name and we'll add, we'll announce the winners next week. All right, cool. Maybe and then maybe I will announce, but maybe I'll notify you before that because I have another shirt I got sent out. I sent a couple shirts to Canada this week. Nice. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Steve Sousa, I think his name is. Cool. Thanks, Steve. Two shirts to Canada. Sent two somewhere else. I wish I remembered your name. Uh, and I had sent some more, another one out this week. So I'll try and get us all at the same time. I have right. some cousins up there north of the border. Mm. It wasn't them, was it? What's that all about? <laughs> it's, I hate going to the post office. So I try to, like, when I get the oh, shirt yeah. orders, I try oh, to go yeah. once a try week. Try to do it right. Yeah. So if you order it and you don't get it, like, right away, it's just because I'm waiting once a week. Cause the line's always long. Like, no matter when I go. There's always people at the post office. It's weird like that, isn't it? It really is. It's like I had to go once, and I had to bring uh, both my kids, which was just like a, a frigging nightmare. You're like Braveheart over yeah, there. Yeah, basically. So brave. Uh huh. Wow. I would never. I would never. That's like out of all the places I would not want to take my kids. It was horrible. The post office seems terrible because you have to stand there. It's pretty quiet. Like I, nobody talks in the oh, post yeah. office. Oh yeah. Oh wow. My so, kid, my kid does. He doesn't care where he's at. Oh yeah, my kid. That's, <laughs> that's why I'd be afraid to bring my. This place is so boring. Yeah, I had to buy him some Batman uh, stamps. Ooh, that's pretty sweet. It was awesome. Yeah, but good luck to you guys out there, to all the old school fans out there. If uh, you can remember some of the nicknames and uh, let, give it to us, hashtag nerd shirt, and we'll uh, pick a winner and let you know next week. Moving on to Moving this week. On. So Eddie Lacy had another good game, like hey, you predicted. Well, yeah, I kind of laid it out there. This is this is the time of the year for Green Bay to really establish the run. And uh, there You're you go, dead on that one. Yeah, I'm selling high after the season. <laughs> you love selling high on this guy, but I mean, you know, 105 yards only on, on only 17 carries, plus four catches, 34 yards and touchdown. I like that he's getting catching a couple balls. I like that absolutely. Because so. he's always been touchdown dependent. That's what that's what that was when I my argument for selling him is he's you know he's just a yardage guy, touchdown dependent. So it's kind of like hey, I need mm-hmm. a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. 
That I mean, yeah, definitely. But uh, he's obviously he's getting a, a few bonus catches here, so that that's always nice for his value. Yeah, James Starks has kind of hit the bandwagon back wagon again, where he kind of belongs. Still had seven carries, thirty nine yards, five point six average, still pretty good. But you know, James Starks. He's James Starks. Yeah, he is probably best served as their backup. But when Eddie Lacy wasn't doing well, James Starks stepped up. So big time. And Starks still, if you were like desperate play and you had him, you know, he got you eleven points. He had four catches for forty one yards. Yeah. So in PPR leagues, he's that's, still that's decent. Yeah, it's still yeah. decent production. Yeah, I mean, you don't want that out of the playoffs, but I mean, eleven points is eleven points. Yes. Anything over ten with me, sometimes I'm like, okay, thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely with this like roulette wheel of running backs that just constantly is ever changing. I mean, it's it, this has been probably one of the weirdest um, years that I can remember as far as just trying to predict week to week who's going to do what, and with all the injuries and everything, like it, it's been pretty tough. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been like a hot like table of like these running backs that come and go. Like, for example, like all these guys that we've been kind of talking about, like who who we like Jeremy Langford, right? Trekandrick West, right? Thomas Rawls, right? Uh, who am I missing? Um, Thomas Rawls, Trekandrick West. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. That, that's a couple sounds, guys out there. Yeah, there's a, there's a few more out there. Uh, you know they've kind of gone, and now here we are. You know, you said last week that you like Spencer Ware a lot. He yep. was on your radar before coming out in the draft. Yep. Uh, you liked him in college. Comes out, nineteen carries, one hundred fourteen yards, and a touchdown. Had a pretty decent game, man. I don't know. Uh, against a Bills defense, a, a solid defense. And what the question I have now is, did he do enough to solidify a job even when West comes back? And in, I saw a lot on Twitter. That said, oh, you know, where's got to start now? I, I hesitate there because the coaching staff specifically said that Charkendrick West fits what we want to do. Oh, yeah. And that's I why mean, he played. And, yeah, yeah. And Charkendrick West looked good every time he was there. Absolutely. What this does is hurt you if you're relying on Charkendrick West the rest of the year because the now they're probably going to do a timeshare. Yep, I agree. And when JC comes back, they're all going to timeshare themselves behind him. So it's almost like, is it the system they run there? Like, it's just odd, you know, like, would Spencer Ware and Kendrick West be good anywhere else? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, how these running backs come and go. Mm-hmm. Is it, I don't, I don't jump to crazy conclusions when, you know, all the running backs are doing pretty good there. I agree. I agree. Um, but at the same time, it, it's one of those things. If, if Spencer Ware is starting and Charkendrick West is inactive again next week, I'm going to start him again. Oh, for sure. So, Anybody I mean, in Kansas yeah. City, I'm starting every yep. week. And I like it, too, because you liked him beforehand. You know what I mean? So for me, like, I like Spencer Ware a little bit more because you liked Spencer Ware. I got you. A little yeah. bit more. And you were telling me before even Spencer Ware even played, you're like, okay, I'm, ex- I'm keeping my eyes on this. This is a guy that I was excited about before. You know, like, when we say excited, let's not like, you know, it's not like the Tiger sitting over here with the balloons tied to his ears. Right. Like excited because he, he's sitting down for the 100th episode excited. But like somebody that you... You said, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm a circle this guy. He's, I like him. If I can get him later, I'll get him." Right. But uh, and then he comes in finally and does well. You're like, "Okay, you know." And you're already on top of it because you were already tagged. You know, you were already aware of him. So when he got picked up, you grabbed him right away because you knew he was somebody you kind of. Tapped. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. As soon. I mean, yeah. Basically, as soon as he got picked up by Kansas City, I, he was on my radar, and then boom. As as soon as Chuck Hendrick West went down, I went and grabbed him. Shown off six yards to carry. Yeah. Sixty. So, Six. Oh, I was gonna say, holy cow! Did I say sixty? I think you might have. You're getting seen now after 100 episodes. I am. Um... So it, it, right now, it's kind of like, where am I? <laughs> you're right <laughs> over. There. I'm here. You're there. Hello. Uh. So right now, it's it's 
I'm not overly excited about Spencer Ware. I like Spencer, you know what I mean? It is, but now it's even more, but it's like more depressing because like now they probably will split carries. Yeah. You know, I picked up West and I had Trakandrick West. If you listen back to the CW, right. And that does not count as a nickname. <laughs> right. The C dub. I don't think the so. initials do not count as a nickname. No, that I mean, was just because you couldn't say their name. Charkandrick. True. That's right. <laughs> I never heard of them. Right. Uh, so, but now, yeah, I mean, you're kind of like, oh, bummed. You know what I mean? They're kind of, Cause we don't know. Yeah, but maybe yeah. Spencer where where will start, and then Tarkander come off the best well, the bench. Uh, well, here's the deal: it isn't a situation. It's not a clear situation, like say, for instance, like in Seattle, where Rawls is the man. Rawls is going to be the man until you know for the rest of this fantasy season, most likely. So, um, it it does it does kind of put a damper on the Tarkander West's owners, I guess, idea of of what they were going to get for the rest of the year. And look at this way as well. You know, Kansas City likes to throw to their backs. Mm-hmm. Kendrick West catches the ball really well. Really well. Yep. Spencer Ware does not catch the ball really well. Three receptions for one yard. Yeah, that's Woo-woo! not. That's not. I mean, that's great because you just got three free points um, if you're in a BPR. Um, but yeah, Charkandrick West is a much better better guy catching balls out of the backfield. Yeah, and he's just a guy that runs hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, I mean he. Yeah. His, you know. Kept his he does it all. Nose yeah. on the grind and yeah, just, yeah. yeah he, did, he he ran pretty well. So so I'm not I'm not I guess I'm not ready to bury him. Uh, I, I, it sounds like you're not either. No. But the this this was what I kind of expected Spencer Ware to do. And for the most cases, this comes along with most running backs. It's just about opportunity. Right. You know, if you have somewhat talent, you'll succeed if you're in the right system. You know, uh, but it's opportunity. So let's see where Spencer Ware is going to go from here. We'll know more later. I agree. Um, yeah. Maybe this is another reason to jettison Jamal Charles, too. Maybe, they feel, you know, maybe they'll be like, oh, wow, we have a back. They can catch the ball out of the backfield. And Turk Hendrick West. And a, and a bruiser. And a bruiser and, and Spencer Ware. We can keep them both healthy by splitting the carries and not pay, you know, Jamal Charles an arm and a leg. Which is still be hard because Jamal Charles is really, really good. Really good. Yep. So, yeah, that's, that's a nice little note there. Moving on. Running backs. Um. So. Oh, that's who I want. No falls in that group. Matt Jones. That's who I want to talk about. Oh, okay. You know what we're talking right. about? Like, so yeah, like, yeah. it's like we go back three weeks ago, and it's like, okay, Charkandrick West, Jeremy Langford, Matt Jones, Thomas Rawls. Like all of a sudden, these guys are like, ooh, yeah. Now all of a sudden, it's like, ooh, Charkandrick West is kind of like, ooh, we might split carries now. Right. Jeremy Langford is, you know, four days back, he's probably going to split carries. Right. Which hurts both of their both of their. Uh values thomas rawls still looks good yeah because he's going to be the man there he's the man right. and now all of a sudden matt jones you know had a couple fumbling issues mm-hmm. hot name early probably could have got a, you probably could have got a first round pick for matt jones early like you said you're not giving up on matt jones right now right i told you that yeah but uh, before the show we both agree that alfred morse is not coming back probably next year right yeah very 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 little chance of that coming back I think I think they definitely with this past this past week, uh, you know, Alf Morrison uh, got twenty three carries for seventy eight yards, only three point four yards a carry. To Matt Jones is only eight carries for nineteen yards. I think they're sending him a message like, "Hey, man, you fumbled. You're kind of uh, you're gonna have to earn our trust back before we give you that lion's share of the carries." And and I think he's gonna have to earn it back, th- you know, throughout the course of the rest of this year. But I I think there that Matt Jones is their long term solution there. So I think if you own him, you should hold him. I don't think you should bail on him. <laughs> See, it's weird for me because I wasn't a Matt Jones fan coming out of college. 
I just thought like it was weird because I just thought he caught the ball really well, and that's all. I, I thought he was a terrible runner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just what I thought. I didn't. I, I didn't wrong. think that, but yeah. It, it, it's. I thought he was more of like a specialist for being like right. a big guy. I just thought he'd somebody to catch the ball pretty well, but he's not. He, he's looked. He's had his moments here. Right. But at the same time, if you can't hold on the ball, it doesn't matter how talented you are. You're you're not gonna. There. You know you're replaceable. Yeah. With Alfred Morris. And Alf had a pretty, you know, okay game. Still, he's a plotter, 3.4 yards. Right. He's somebody, but at least now, like, if you have Alfred Morris and you, you haven't been using him all year, like, now it might looks like you might be able to use him if you need him. The one the one pretty annoying thing about this past week is Matt Jones was actually on the field when Kirk Cousins had that one-yard touchdown. Like, he just, he did a up-the-middle rush instead of... I hate it when that happens. Instead of just pitching it out or, or handing it off to Matt Jones. So that's kind of like a burn, but... At the same time, Matt Jones was in; he was on the field yeah. for that. So that's, I mean, they're they're not totally, uh, they're not totally dogging the guy. But at the same time, they didn't hand the ball to him at the on the goal line. They gave it to Kirk Cousins to walk. So there's there's a little bit of a message being sent. There, it, I think, it, the, I think uh, like the moral of it too is kind of you should pump the brakes. Like when some of these young running backs do do really well for a couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, you said do do. <laughs> uh-huh. uh but, you know i mean these are young guys they're running extremely hard right. they're they're getting their first you know opportunity you shouldn't go just go throwing away really good you know first round picks i mean i remember met the matt jones tr- hype in one of my dynasty leagues was crazy like it was insane like people were like trying to get matt jones and like i'll give you i'll give you a first like oh i need a little bit more like what what uh-huh. Like I really got him in the third round or something. I'm in right? the back so, and I'm just like, what? Second or third, yeah. You know what I mean? I, as an Alfred Morris owner, I asked, you know, at Dynasty Center and Mike what he wanted for. He has Matt Jones. Like, mm-hmm. what he wanted. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I was like, I'll give you a second. And he's like, oh, I'd almost just rather keep him, you know? Right. I was like, I can't give you a first. He's like, I understand. He's like, I was almost just put him out there because I want to test the waters to see what he's worth. But, like, I didn't go, even as an Alfred Morris owner, I didn't go crazy about, like, I'm not giving you a first for Matt Jones. Like, I, I didn't. I need to see a little bit more, you right. know. Right. Like I know last week we said, "Hey, I give it a, a first for Thomas Rawls." I, I feel like I've seen enough. Yeah, so do I. He, he runs really hard, and he's on a team that just again, it's 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 scheme, it's team, it's how they use the running backs. Right. I mean, he's he's gonna score touchdowns. I guess is the best way to put it. So Matt Jones, hype train comes down a little bit, right? I think so. But you like him long term still. I still like him long term. Yep. Okay, I can live with that. So, moving on here. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Melvin Gordon looked a little bit better. I know you were watching James Bond, so you didn't have a chance to see Melvin Gordon this week. I did see the Bond movie. It was excellent. Totally worth it. Even my wife, who is hates going to the movies, loved it. She was like, oh, my God, that was a really good movie. And it was, it was just amazing. It was never a doubt in my mind. Yeah. It, was, so, it really wrapped up the whole uh, David Craig Bond series. Perfect little yeah. bow on top. Awesome. Brings it all the way back to like the old school bonds. It's like connects them. It's awesome. Shh, I'm excited. I know you should. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm over <overclass. laughs> I'm all worked up. Uh Melvin Gordon. I have that effect on you. <laughs> Had uh Melvin Gordon again. Yeah, nice fantasy day, man. Fourteen carries, sixty yards. Um which isn't gonna blow your, your socks up, but only fourteen carries. I mean he, he had four point three yards per carry and he added five receptions for another twenty yards, which on, is on, with a bread. That's really nice to on see on five targets. So I mean, that's I mean, that's basically I mean, that's in a PPR that's more than a touchdown's worth of production. And a stat I read too this week is Melvin Gordon, out of all the running backs this week, had the second most yards after contact. 
That's I mean that's awesome. And again, I mean yeah. I think I think Melvin Gordon fi- falls into the category of buy low this offseason. Oh, I would definitely buy buy shares of of Gordon. If I have any pick after the third overall pick this year, because I'm really in on like Laquan Treadwell and Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I mean, I like you know, I like Boyd. I like uh, Josh Dotson. I like Derrick Henry. Oh, I did a Twitter poll. We'll go to that next. Uh, <laughs> I did two, but All I mean, right. I'm I'm you know, if I have the third overall pick from a draft season, things get hot and heavy. Oh yeah, man. If I have the third pick, I'm like hey, dude, I'll give you the third overall pick from Melvin Gordon, dude. You took a, I. Here's what I'm saying, I'm like, dude. I, you took him a third overall last year, so I think it's pretty fair to give you a third pick back. And people are like, oh wow, that's a pretty high pick. I, you know, right. Melvin Gordon might not be that great. Remember. San Diego's offensive line this year has just been like Horrible. a rotisserie. Yeah. It's just crazy. Not like a chicken rotisserie, like a t- tasty meal, like a rotisserie of crap. Yeah. Just it, real bad dudes. Not well, not good at It's at, a slow burn is where yeah, it's at. Not, That's not my analogy good at blocking. There. It's just a slow rotisserie burning. Mm. Got new guys getting in there every week. Like that dry chicken meat that's just been on for like three days. Ugh, no good. Skin tastes good though. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, I think they've had the most like people on offensive line, different like offensive line, like ensembles like mm. every week than anybody. Uh, so Melvin Gordon's getting a little bit better every week and offensive line's just getting a little bit worse every week. You know, we see the Chargers. You think of the Chargers as a good team. They're not winning football games because their offensive line blows. Uh, you know, losing Keenan Allen hurts. Yeah, obviously. Getting Tony Gates back helps. He had a good game. But Melvin Gordon's a really good. He's somebody that I'm not, not right now. I'm not targeting him right now. I'm letting the, the season go through of him having a, a bad year that what we expect him to have. You know, mm-hmm. you took a guy you thought it was, you were going to get immediate production from going on to the Chargers, and you just didn't get it. At all, no. I mean, he's, he's not even startable. No, he's, he's if you start him, you're in bad shape. I, I drafted him. Yeah, yeah, I haven't started him once. I think I ha- well, that's that's a lie. I think I've started, but I don't look to start him at any means. I wish you weren't a liar. I can't help it. <laughs> Good thing I'm not Pinocchio. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, I'm really like he's high on my list of targets, and we'll do a show after the season's officially over. We'll do a show on all right. Who's your biggest disappointment? Who's the biggest? Faker. Well, we're gonna, well, yeah, we're gonna, do, we're gonna do a redraft, right? And we'll do a rookie. We'll do a rookie redraft yeah. episode. We'll do uh, biggest surprises, buy low, sell high for the off season. Right, guys like that. I mean, a lot of fun stuff. It's like when you do the in season stuff. We just like to talk about what's going on in season. Right. Where I feel like the juicy try to episodes. Get people, are, yeah, try to give people heads ups on certain little little players here. Yeah, and, and I think we did a good job this season. Now it's coming in. I mean, I like the little you know little kudos to us. I mean, we put everybody on, you know. We got a lot of tweets and stuff. People think us. So there's a lot of players. I feel like this year we put on the map right before they blew up. Even like the Deion Lewis. Yeah, yeah. I think that that kind of kicked it off. Was probably Deion Lewis. Gary Barnage. You yeah. know, preseason said he had a really good uh, thing going. Uh, you know, even Shark Kendrick West. You know, Char- yeah, right, Char- we put a lot of names out there. Hopefully, they helped you. Right. Uh, and hopefully, your 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 team did a little bit better because you listened. Because you listened. Yeah, that's all the reason we do the damn show, right? Yes, that is the entire reason we do the show. I also like doing the show because it gives me. An hour of my week, no matter what, to sit here and talk dynasty with you. Yeah, which we like to do anyways. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> now we just have like an actual title for it, <laughs> so the wives don't have an excuse of like, "What do you mean you matters to sit and talk dynasty, honey? We have thousands of listeners. <laughs> do you understand that thousands of people like your husband? Well, what about your wife? You don't matter. Thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Come over. I love you. Uh, so who were we just talking about? I'm thinking about my wife, loving my wife. Uh, I don't know. She's not oh, listening at the door, is she? No, she never right. listens. Right. Thankfully. 
I don't think she's. I think the only thing I ever paid her to listen to for the podcast when I did the when I did the episode alone. I'm like, listen, what I did this week with uh, uh, all about myself. Oh, okay. Intro. Oh, That's it. Uh, it's still one of my all time favorite starts to a show. Uh, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. So he's a he's a really good buy low, but we'll talk about that after the season going through. Mm-hmm. Julius Thomas. He's coming on here, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, he had a hand injury. And we talked about him in the beginning of the season, him going there. He was going to be a heavily targeted guy. He signed a good contract, so he's there to stay. He's had a really good offense. And this is going to bring me almost to, again, I really like the Jaguars' offense. I really like uh, Oakland's offense as well. And I did a Twitter poll. You know, I said I was going to try and do one every week. I actually did two this week. Okay. And I'll give you, I want to see what your results are. I told Mike the results of this one. It was not shocking to him whatsoever. I was a little shocked because I picked a different player. I said, what quarterback would you want going forward in your dynasty league? The options were Blake Bortles, Derek Carr, or Marcus Mariota. Um, Who would you pick? I think I would probably pick Mariota. Okay. I would have taken Blake Bortles. That, that's, that's who I was wrestling between the two of them. The number one answer with 50% of the votes was Derek Carr. Probably because of the Amari Cooper And that's connection. who Mike said. Yeah, he has the best receiver. Right. But I think Crabtree's only there on a one-year contract, which is somewhat worrisome. He might come back because he fits the offense well and they have a good rapport there. Right. Uh, and he does have Cooper, which is nice success long-term. And that's what Mike told me as well. But I was like, well, and they have Clive Walford, who we do like as a tight end, who's going to be up and coming. I do like Clive Walford mm-hmm. still. Again, he's, he's shown me enough this year where I'm excited about that third year. Definitely an offense that he's in. But Blake Bortles, you know, Alan Hearns, Alan Robinson, Julius Thomas, T.J. Yeldon. That's that's why I I, I say Mariota just because I think he has the highest upside of the three, talent wise. Talent wise, um, yeah. but I like the team around Blake Bortles. Better. Yeah, I mean, look at Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton's a solid NFL quarterback, but right now he's killing it in fantasy. He's you know he's a top ten fantasy player because. He has so much offensive talent around him. Yep. Whole reason Andy Dalton was in my sleeper episode this year, and I went back to a couple of years where he finished number six overall in uh, fantasy. And I told people in the episodes, like, don't laugh at me, but I'm saying you should get Andy Dalton this year. Like, he, his team's better around him this year because remember when he finished six, and right now he is one, two, three, four, five. Andy Dalton right now is a six overall fantasy player overall. So same reason, like Andy Dalton doesn't come to mind. Like, oh, I need Andy Dalton. But he's at number six overall out of right. any fantasy player out there. And obviously, of obviously, around obviously quarterbacks are, are always high on that list. So that is a skewed number you're, you're throwing out. It is, like, it is. Right. But you need that quarterback to win. So right. he's in the middle there. But not everybody has these guys. So Andy Dalton's somebody you, you want. Now, right. Right. He's probably the sixth quarterback, too, right? It's not like. Yes, a, it's a sixth quarterback okay. overall. Even though it's the sixth overall, it's they're all quarterbacks. Above right him. behind him, Derek Carr. Yeah. Right behind them. And then, I mean, Derek Carr and Blake Bortles are within 10 points of each other. So that's really close, yeah. So really, and, I, again, I, I don't think there's no wrong answer there. No, you know I mean? think that's per- personal preference between all three of those guys. And, like I said, I think Mariota just has more talent. So that's why I went with him. I, he's in by far the worst situation. Yeah, and three. that's why I wouldn't, like, right. he wouldn't. Like, I'd like to get Mariota, like, late in a draft. Right. But, like, Derek Carr and Blake Bortles, like, I like to... Like, I like to wait on quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather have Blake Bortles and Derek Carr over Matt Stafford. At this point, Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt They're Ryan's younger. Had, man, Matt Ryan's having a brutal year. Man. Brutal year. So, I mean, these are guys that I'd be kind of tar- – they're like the highlights of the guys that I'm targeting in my rookie drafts. Like, I'd love to come away with, like – if I came away with, like, Jameis Winston and Derek Carr, 
in a dynasty startup, I'd be ecstatic. Right. Ecstatic because I'm like, all right, I don't have to worry about my. Yeah, you're set for. I'm set forever. Right. If I ever need something desperately, I'll be able to trade one of these guys five years from now. Right. For like some good stuff. So that was one of my Twitter polls. The other Twitter poll I did was, uh, rookie draft is today. Who do you take in? And they put three names out there: the Quan Treadwell, Ezekiel Elliott, and Derrick Henry. Um, give me Zeke. He was hands down the winner. He yeah. got fifty percent of the votes, and I think thirty eight percent went to Laquan Treadwell, and then like yeah, Derrick Henry got. Derrick Henry nothing. is big, and he's a bruiser. I'm just I'm not sure. The right team, I will like Derrick Henry. Yeah, it's got to be the right situation. He's one of those. He, I think that Twitter poll is kind of like a clear example of what's going to happen from here till later. Yeah. Uh, like Derrick Henry is going to be one of those names. Like right now, they're like, yeah, he's just, you know Alabama running back, blah 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 blah. But come draft day, he's gonna he's gonna jump up the charts. Now I don't think he's gonna be ahead of, like either of those guys by any means. But I could see him. In the right I could situation, see him sliding in the NFL draft. You think so? Yeah, I could, I could see him going in like the third round. I'm I'm thinking like I could fourth, see I could round. see him slipping to the fourth or fifth round. I have no problem with guys that go to the fourth or fifth. Neither round. Neither do I, but I think. I think that it affects people's value. We'll see where it Look goes. Look what happened to Ajayi, Jay Ajayi. It does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It does yeah. affect their dynasty I agree. Stock. I think Derrick Henry goes a little bit higher than that, personally. I could see him falling to the fourth round. I can't see him going in the fifth, but I could see him slipping and It depends where it goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it all depends. Right. Like, I think, just for, like, hometown, you know, example, like Isaiah Crow, for example, he's averaging 2.2 yards per carry. He's the worst running back in the NFL, like, stat-wise, I think. Yeah. Crowell is terrible. Duke Johnson's a really nice PPR running back too. Like if Derrick Henry came to Cleveland, that's a good situation with him and Duke Johnson. Like they're, they're like a nice one-two combo. You know what I mean? So it like right. makes me like Derrick Henry. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure Alex Henry can move laterally well enough to to be really effective in the NFL. Legarrette Blunt doesn't move laterally. That's who he kind of reminds me of. He reminds me of Legarrette Blunt a little yeah. bit too, but better. Like you know what I mean? A little bit better. Does he? Is he better? Nah. Or does he just remind you of Legarrette Blunt? Yeah, he does remind me that's of who, That's just who he reminds me of. And in the right situation, LeGarrette Blunt's almost a running back one. In the perfect situation. In the perfect. So if Derrick Henry gets drafted by the Patriots, he'll go top six in your rookie draft. No, because that's not the, I mean. I'm not taking him. Because that's not I even week to him. week, because that's like every True. once in a while. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's got to be the perfect situation for him to be. I'm intrigued of where he's going. I mean, I'm keeping an eye on it. He's not on my I must have list. I like Boyd. I like. Josh Dotson. We all we all know that you like Josh Dotson because it's the same last name as yours, even and though he the, yes. spells it different. All right, let's move on. All right, moving on. C.J. Um, Anderson looked good for two weeks in a row. Yeah, absolutely. Now, this might be something where Brock Eisweiler looked good, is w- good too. Yeah, absolutely. Looked looked nice. He functioned well in the offense. Again, I mean, it's one of those things where he obviously runs the Gary Kubiak style offense. More effectively than Peyton Manning, but I mean, obviously Peyton Manning is Peyton Manning, so you don't really you cut him some slack there. Um, so now they're running more of the traditional Gary Kubiak. Offense. Can we give uh, Brock Osweiler a nickname, even though you can't use this? Don't use this one. Okay, now you have Big Ben. Yeah, Big Ben's a clock, right? Yes. Brock the clock. Oh come on, that's. Horrible. I know it's terrible. Yeah, that one's terrible, dude. You're forcing it. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> that did, one's terrible. Dude. I did that on purpose. Uh, I knew it was terrible. Uh, He's just really tall. He is tall. He's like six seven, right? Six eight. Six eight. Yeah, but he's look good. And maybe that's like maybe that maybe that has hurt C.J. Anderson the whole time. Is they know paint you know paint man's not moving, and he's everyone's been loaded up in the box because he they know he can't throw more than fifteen yards down the field either. Yeah, 
I mean, hit, Brock Osweiler's opened up some lanes for him, opened yeah. a couple you know holes here, mm-hmm. a little gap here, a little gap there. Two games in a row now, C.J. Anderson's looked a little bit better. And he's and you know what it is? He's getting healthy, too. He was nicked up earlier True. in the season. So this is C.J. Anderson kind of returning to form a little bit. And I hope he finishes the year like he did last year, which was beastie, so I could sell. You just love this sell thing. Dude, running back. I mean, I no, only run, I only believe in selling running backs. Getting out, you know, the whole reason the hashtag two, three-year window started because I was saying, you know, maybe after three years, four years of solid Le'Veon Bell, you should just sell and collect really good pay dirt on it. Right. Same thing with the whole Eddie Lacy trade, like a couple, you know, a couple of good years. And these running backs are so fluid, like I'm, I'm, I'm dipping out. Even Devontae Freeman right now, like at the end of the year, like if I get super heat for Devontae Freeman, he's died down a little bit. Now Barrett, concussion. Right. But still, those huge 30-point games where it's put him to the top have died down some as well. The offense is somewhat sputtered. The uh, offense is big time sputtered there. So it's so like if I can get super heat for De- you know, Devontae Freeman where I can get a high draft pick and something back, I'm taking the other running back, young running back there, and I'm, get, I'm taking the – it's not only like Freeman, but I know I can get running back help out elsewhere, and I can use this receiver or tight end. Right. You know, I if I can flip – Devontae Freeman for Tyler Eifert, I'd feel pretty good about that. Because I feel like I can get Eifert a little bit more, I guess. You should be able to get a little bit more. And you should, yes. Yeah. You should. But another good thing that happened um, with Brock, um, he finally got to play with Emmanuel Sanders, and Sanders apparently will have some value. Which is good. Uh, which is awesome. Six receptions, 113 yards um, on nine targets. So it looks like the offense is, is getting going again. I mean, a, a shocking thing that happened Demarius Thomas caught one of his 13 targets for yeah, 36 yards. That was really weird, and it wasn't until the end of the game, too, because they're like... So, I mean, I, I have a feeling that, you know, he was targeting him heavily. Demarius Thomas, I think that was a fluke game for him with just the one catch. Um, obviously, with 13 targets in a normal course of a game, that's going to turn into seven or eight catches. Yeah, so, yeah. Demarius Thomas is is lining up to to have better games. I didn't actually see for all sure. of it. To to know whether or how, how those how those misses were happening, or were just, it was just all kinds of things. You know, yeah. he dropped some balls, some miss. Yeah, it was just all over the place. It was, but, a, it was but, a hell of a game. But apparently, I mean, um, I heard a, a little clip from Emmanuel Sanders saying that Brock Osweiler has been working in with the first team throughout the course of the whole year because Peyton has been taking days off. Yeah, so it's not like these guys are coming off of um, never having played with him. So he's been worked into the offense throughout the whole year, so they should have at least some semblance uh, of chemistry. And the key and, here, and they ha- they have is thirteen targets. Right, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of targets. Right, it right. just it, it it wasn't you know it was snowing out. The weather is, but it just wasn't as it just wasn't clicking. Poop right. happens. Right. So I think Brock is locked in right now. I mean, it's kind of hard to go back from the Peyton now. I mean, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, for the next few games, I think you're you're safe. I think I think Peyton just got the walking, like the cast off his foot, like today. Yeah, he had a, he had an actual like I, I guess some kind of cast on there uh, to help heal of his foot. Yeah, so, it was a so, weird when I saw it. So you're you're looking. I mean, he's obviously not going to suit up this week. So you only have two or three more weeks after this week in, in your fantasy league. You know, for the, for the whole season. So I'm guessing Brock is probably going to carry you all the way through to the end and denver said the two going back to the running backs they kind of want to run the hot hand before they they pretty much him and ronnie hillman pretty much split carries there's right. 15 to 14 right. uh cj anderson had that 48 yard run which, which kinda, is right obviously skewed things in, in, in his favor a and bit you know at the same time though hillman had a 19 yard run which would you know right right but they're besides that they're pretty close they, as i well. mean they both look like they're they're functioning pretty well in this offense um, it looks like they'll be able to play both of them 
It looks like you can play them both. Yeah, Going I agree. Forward. Yep. And the key here, the whole point of the story is Brock Eisweiler is going to help the Denver run game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because they do have receiving threats there, and Emmanuel Sanders and Maris Thomas, so it's going to be, you know, and if Brock can move and he has some good, you know, he's, he has a good arm, it's going to be hard to stack the box like they were versus Payne Man. Yep. I like I like that. All right. Is that it? That's a nice little bow. I mean, we're we've been going for over an hour. Yeah, I think that's about it, man. That was a good that was a good hundredth episode, right? Uh yeah, that was. What did we have? We had one more thing to do. Give away a shirt. Give away another shirt. You know what's the crappy part about? It? I've not even spent one second thinking about how we're do it. Oh wow. On the show. Me, so me neither. What we could do is we've. Wait a minute. Okay. I've got it. You got it. I've got it. All right. Okay, this is what we'll do. You'll have multiple entries to win this shirt. Nothing fancy whatsoever, but you will need social media to do it. So if you don't have social media on this one, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. The- sorry, we, we catered to you on the other one. Yeah, get with the future, man. Come on. Come on. I'm 36. I'm getting up there in age. God, you are crusty. Yeah. Look at all those grays. I don't have a lot of grays. I'm just kidding. <laughs> It must just be the way the light's glistening. That's it. I'm going to buy a Ferrari. <laughs> I wish I could afford a Ferrari. This is what we're going to do. Social media is the key here. So on Twitter, what you have to do is put anything you want about DynastyNerds.com, but make it something fun, whatever, you know, something how you love us, mm-hmm. uh, and end it with hashtag Nerds100. Nerds100. Hashtag Nerds100 that will automatically enter you into the contest. One hashtag per person. Okay, we will pick a random winner, you know, but this is all going to be one or the other. It's going gonna, gonna to mix together. So it's not one from one another. Now, another you're, way. You're saying one entry from uh, Twitter and then one entry from Facebook or no, they're going to they're gonna be collected together and then one person's going to be picked. Yeah, gotcha. man, we're not going to have 30 shirts here. All right, all right. I just wanted to make sure. I wish we could. I really do. But, you know, we want to give another way shirt, too. I tell you what, the more people that buy shirts, the more shirts we'll give away. <laughs> we'll afford to. I know when we first started a podcast, we were giving shirts away once a, once a month. That was getting a little rough. We had to promote the site. Yeah, we did. It worked perfectly. <laughs> Brilliant. Who loves shirts? Remember, these aren't, like, these aren't like when you go to sporting events and they give out like those free shirts. These are high-quality shirts, 50-50 blend. Mm-hmm. They're super sweet. Yes, they are. I love them. But other second way to enter. Second way to enter. Like us on Facebook, okay? Like we've asked you to anyways. So mm-hmm. if you didn't, well, this is us bribing you to. Uh-huh. <laughs> which means nothing to me because I don't even use Facebook that much. I know you never use Facebook. I never do. But like us on Facebook and put on there. This is what you got to do on Facebook now. It's different. Mm-hmm. Okay? My favorite fantasy football site is DynastyNerds.com. Bam. Okay? And that's it. That's it. You're entered. I will like it on Facebook, so I know that I can go through all my likes. Where I don't know how you do that, but I'll go back and I'll, I'll track log it. Okay. I'll sign each entry a number. Okay. If I get through it, and I'll use a random number random picker non- number to pick gender. the winner. Yep. We'll, we'll, an- we'll announce the winner next week. But you can enter both ways, right? You can enter both ways. Bonus. So if your boo has Facebook, yeah. hey, babe, I need you to like Dynasty Nerds on Facebook. Hi. Swag, baby. Swag. Swag. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, you could, You that's a loop, man. You can, I'm thinking about breaking uh, up with you, and I want to pick up a hotter chick. <laughs> I need this shirt to do so. Please like him on Facebook. Right. So, yes, yeah, so you have two, and you can enter two times to win a shirt, Twitter and Facebook. And wait, 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 there's more. If you enter on Twitter with the hashtag nerd shirt for the entry and the three nicknames, I'm going to count that as an entry, too. Wow. 
So technically, you can win two shirts. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, look, I got you for Christmas. <gasps> this is the greatest present ever. How much did you spend? An arm and a leg, but it's no worries. <laughs> I care for you that much. Money is no object, baby. Wait a minute. I listened to that podcast. <laughs> you hashtagged and Facebooked it, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Not only that, I knew three nicknames. <laughs> the big winner. You smart bastard. Uh-huh. So that's the way to do it. That's how we're going to wear the shirts. That's kind of fun, right? I Using think so. social media. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good way to. Horn ourselves out for uh, following us on Twitter and liking us on Facebook. Hey, man. Whatever works. I have no idea what benefit we get from liking us on Facebook. I mean, I know the benefit for you. Like, I even enjoy it on my Facebook feed because I get all the, all the articles on Facebook. But for us personally, like, how, we don't get anything out of it. We no. We get money. We get nothing out of that. It's cool that, like, a thousand people like us on Facebook. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You know? They like me. They really like And me. remember, guys, if you don't win a shirt, buy one. Yeah. It's that simple. Then right. everybody comes away a winner. Yeah. We come away a winner because we pay for this podcast. You come away a winner because you look better during the holidays. Obviously. And we all put on a little weight this time of the year, so this shirt can help. Buy an extra size, a little bit too big. You know, get a little loose. <laughs> get that belly hidden. <laughs> uh, and again, if you don't want, you know, you know, times are hard during the holiday season and you're spending money. Yeah, oh yeah. If you want to support the podcast, the best way to do it is get on iTunes, people. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Let us know what you think of the shirt. Again, like it. Give us a rating review on iTunes. Helps us so much. It keeps us atop the charts for fantasy podcast. It really does. Yeah, it just helps other people basically find us. So yeah, uh, that, that it really, really helps does. Us. Yeah. yeah, just like, like I, I know so many people that like randomly find the, the podcast and they they they'll write me and like, dude, I just found your podcast. I love it. I wish I would have found it earlier. Right. Because those be Googling, you know, they go on like your phone, iTunes. You're like, oh, fantasy football, dynasty fantasy football. Oh, look, and that's where your ratings review helps us. Like the more we have, the higher up the charts we go. So that's where we really need your help. And that's why we asked you to do it, because it literally helps the podcast. Get out to more people. Yeah. And if and it's out to more people, maybe more people will buy a T-shirt. Yeah. What if ESPN picks us up one day? We would thank you guys for that. Yeah, we sure would. By name, every episode. <laughs> hey, I'd like to thank Steve Sousa, that shifty bloke, all our writers. <laughs> the guys are there early. Tim Torch. Yeah, absolutely. Corey Evans. Mm. Our old friend, Benton McDonald, who now writes for DLF. Do you still listen, Ben? Or have you just switched to the dog side? Oh, man. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. Missed that guy. Mm-hmm. Hope you're doing well at Big Mac. Well, guys. Uh, Yep. This is it. Big one hundo is Deno. Got to take the tiger back to the zoo. Give yeah. those balloons to the kids. And that's it. Next week's episode 101. You're keeping the monkey, though, right? Of course I'm keeping the monkey. <laughs> all right. I'm going to buy all those diapers for nothing. <laughs> you and Michael. Yeah, so episode next week is 101. Nobody cares about 101. No, that, that's like, I'm not even going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a big week for everybody else. This is the playoff push for the week uh, for everybody again. So if you're not clinched yet and you still have a chance, good luck to you. Good luck uh, to everybody. Yeah, Yeah. next week starts to play. After this, we'll be talking playoffs. Yep. And see yeah, if I uh, cannot wait. See if any of us win some ships. So lock it up, man. I, I have one. I have one league where I'm kind of I'm in, but I'm I'm kind of fighting for uh, a for sure like where we yeah, know where I'm gonna be. Yeah. Uh, you know. So I'm 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 hoping for a big win so I can get a, a worse opponent and. Yeah, and, and it's important, man. Yeah, it really is. Mad. I like I'm de- in my high stakes league where I just lost Gronk. Yeah. I am the number two C. All right, and I need to win this week to keep that number two C. Right. So it's a big week, like. It's really important to get that vibe. Very important. Very important. You could be the number one. You have a really good team, and then a fluke. You know what I mean? You face Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson. Right. They had a combined 70, 80 points. You know what I mean? It's just like a free game. 
and you're screwed. And you're totally screwed. Your team's better just that week you weren't, you know. Yep. That's the thing. When it comes to fantasy, guys, it doesn't matter. Even dying, it doesn't matter how good your team is. You can always run across that freaky one fluky thing. Literally anybody can win. You get the best team ever, and then guys, you know, come up short. You know, like DeAndre Hopkins this week. Ever expected him, you know, play in New Orleans, like, oh, I mean, he's he's going to be the, a beast. He's going to score 1,000 points. He scores like eight points. Right. You know what I mean? You never, you never know. know. Never know. You never know. So good luck to everybody getting into the playoffs. And, of course, we'll be saying good luck going from there. The season's coming to an end. We'll have a lot more to talk about. Thanks for listening. We'll be back for 101 next week. Until then, have a good one. Hasta mañana. Ready, set, put on. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.